Hi guys, it's Bankole here. We always try to provide the best possible sound quality for our episodes, but sometimes things happen that are beyond our control. Unfortunately, this is one of those cases with regards to my audio for this episode. We've tried our best to make sure it's not too distracting, and we do hope that it doesn't take away from you enjoying what I think is a really good conversation on James Bond. So please do enjoy the episode despite all external circumstances. Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. It's a podcast on Bond, James Bond. We're talking about individual histories with the franchise. Obi Wan has given us his best John Connery impression, one way or the other. And we're talking about Daniel Craig and his incredible run as James Bond. And then finally, we'll talk about his swan song, No Time to Die. Of course, I'm your host, Bankole Mokwede, and I'm joined by my co host, Obi Wan Georgie Fiacho. She let me do it this time. No, I'm saying it. <laughs> and of course, our guest. Today is Magic. Boy. Yo, yo, yo. Glad to be here. How is everyone doing? Magic, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Stuck at home. But yeah, you know the vibes. Do you prefer your uh, martini shaken or stirred? Do I look like I give it that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, okay. So, like I alluded to in the intro, First of all, I have no history with Bond. My history with Bond literally started in the week leading up to when I watched No Time to Die. I really? Like, no way. I watched Skyfall when it first came out and I hated it. Gosh, why do I do this podcast with you? So, so exactly. But obviously, I, I rewatched it before No Time to Die came out and I was like, what, what was I thinking? I was stupid. So I literally watched like the four Daniel Craig films from Casino Royale to Spectre within like the week before I watched No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not really a Bond person. I've never really been a Bond person. If we didn't have this podcast, I don't have watched No Time to Die. I know, Obira, you're really, like, in tune with the Daniel Craig Bond. But let's let's start with Magic, because I, I think, Magic, I think your history is a bit longer, a bit earlier with Bond, right? Yeah, like, um, so for me, obviously, um, when I was younger, all I used to watch were just animations, anime. So when I was younger, it was all basically Dragon Ball Z, Digimon, Pokemon. But... That transition from like animation to real life, yeah, it was basically James Bond movies. Like, I think the first real life movie I watched was basically The Mask, then one James Bond movie. I think it was From Russia with Love, because we even had, like, even my, my dad even had the CD, the like, I don't even know what kind of CD or. Yeah, she's done like a big Bond guy. So it wasn't really like a. They weren't really big Bond guys. They were just like really into their movies and films and stuff like that. So we always had like random, mm-hmm. random like CDs or random DVDs or VCRs and stuff like back in mm-hmm. the day when it was VCRs or like that, like shit ton of them and everything back in the day. Like obviously, I just saw this like Russia from Russia with Love and I just watched it and this guy was just too smooth with it. Like you know the ones. Obviously for me, I was just like, why is this guy just getting all the babes? This guy's doing mm-hmm. everything. Like for me, yeah, I just wanted to be like him. Obviously, I remember like back in the days like. Obviously, they'll be like, oh, what's your name? My name is Sean. Sean Majek. Like, what are you telling me? Like, <laughs> I was so, like, I wanted to be like him. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. But obviously, 
like I didn't have the techers like him. I could I wasn't smooth <laughs> with it. I used to stammer. I was shy. Like, but I mean, for me, it was just more like because of how I used to watch him from when I was younger. I always used to watch mm-hmm. movies, whether they were trash or not. Like there mm-hmm, was always mm-hmm. like something I'm always getting from it, and it was just more of like his like charisma, like how he just used to carry himself. I was mainly watching it from Sean Connery. But I wasn't watching it from like because most of the Sean Connery movies I watched they were already out, so it might just be mm-hmm. like maybe just reruns on TV and stuff like that that were showing it. But mm-hmm. from Press Boston ones, like yeah, I was kind of into it. Like when it was released, mm-hmm. I might be into it. Then when it was Daniel Craig, that's when I started going to the cinemas to be watching it more often. But um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of like. So have you watched every Bond film? I have not watched every Bond film. I have not watched every Bond film. I think I've watched most Bond films from the ones that were released. I've watched every Pierce. I've watched every Daniel Craig. How many you've watched? Like half. Bro, there's, there's, a quite, there's quite a few, man. There was and actually... Brosnan has four and Craig has five. Yeah. So you're almost there. I've watched quite a few of some fans. Yeah, because obviously there's also one. There was the time of the Octopussy one as well, like the Goldfinger. Is it Goldfinger as well? Mm-hmm. There's a bit of like one in between because I remember there were also games on them as well. Yeah. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys played the games as well, but there were games on them as well. GoldenEye. That was my that was my introduction to Bond, I think. Um, Is it GoldenEye? What, the yeah, game, right? The game, yeah, the GoldenEye game. That was like, I think one of my friends had it and it's like, what's going on here? Then, yeah. You know, with time, it's just like, you know, this, like, everyone knew James Bond. James Bond is just like part of like, our, you know. Yeah, I mean, even though I was not like in, I was not a Bond fan, like, Bond was still part of like our lexicon, part of like popular culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. When you think about it, Jericho Bond is like the first like franchise, like movie for franchise. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also the longest standing. Longest standing movie franchise. I just like deep in it's like, Bond has been around for time, you know? And it's still getting strong and showing like no signs of stopping. Yeah. I'm um, solely Daniel Craig Bond. I'm a bit of, because I did watch a couple of the Boston ones as well. So mm-hmm. I did watch Die Another Day and Goldeneye. And I watched what's the really, this is like, a really bad one. <laughs> it's a t- Tomorrow Never Dies or something like that. I watched the reverse and I was like, yeah, Bond is like, you know, this like quite charismatic guy. Every guy wants to be him. Every guy wants to be with him sort of person. Mm. Um, you know, dresses, you know, just dripping with swag, like clean him up when you're done and stuff. Drinks <laughs> like a fish, you know. <laughs> this guy is just like the, just, you know, the, what every guy wants to be basically. Mm. And that was sort of like, you know, high new Bond. I think another thing that I sort of like associated with Bond was all the gadgety stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm. there was the whole exploding pen kind of thing. Obviously like Aston Martins in every bloody movie. And it was just, yeah, this guy basically saves the world by, um, you know, using all the coolest gadgets ever. And he wins the gun at the end of the day. That was like how I knew Bond was before the Craig movies came out. Mm. Yeah. Um, Magic, do you have a favorite Bond? A favorite Bond or like a favorite movie? Which one? No, favorite Bond, favorite James Bond. Man, I think for me, funny enough, I might, it might, it might have to be Pierce Brosnan, man. Really? But the reason why is when he pulled Halle Berry, yeah, that was just, <laughs> that <laughs> was it for me. That was it for me. Like you know, when obviously because I feel like that was like the first also like mixed race babe as well that he pulled or like let's just say like first non-white babe or no, that was like Grace Jones, wasn't there? Which um, one? Grace Jones. Like was in Roger Moore's Bond or something. Just speaking of like female female actresses in in Bond films, like No Time to Die, No Time to Die is stacked. Yeah, yeah No Time yeah, to Die. Yeah, is like speaking from from the Bond girls, 
Naomi Harris as Money Penny to Lashana Lynch as Double mm. Seven. Like, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair yeah, I think that's sort of like what the studio is doing. It's trying to like because you all know this like Bond guys like this womanizer sort of thing, mm. and they try to surround him with like extremely strong you know female personalities. Yeah. Um. Obia, earlier you mentioned you mentioned the gadgets about Bond. That's something that I as well, even not being a Bond person, that's something I knew. I was like, yeah, Bond has a card. Transforms into a submarine, or yeah, that turns into a plane and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah, and which is, I think, is a good segue in talking about Daniel Craig films because they don't have that. No, Daniel Craig's Bond is not like obviously for the past Daniel Craig. Casino Royale came out in two thousand five, so for the past fifteen, sixteen years, I've been hearing, oh yeah, Daniel Craig has made Bond more grounded and more visceral and whatever. I was like, okay, sure. I had that. I didn't know what that meant in reality like because I, so I was what like i said I, I watched all of these movies in like the space of a week and i was watching them and i was like where is the car turning into <laughs> into a submarine where's the pen that explodes like is that not james bond and i was like am i wrong am i thinking of something else and it's obviously very interesting i think maybe for example dan and Day had some of those things dan and Day was a bit out there and fantastical so maybe i'm assuming they wanted to be casting a real and reputing the franchise they wanted something a bit more grounded and this was this was in the time of like, I think just like five. So Bat- Batman begins comes out in two thousand six, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 around that time. I think while on that point, um, when the Born Identity come out, or three maybe. I think they might have saw that and they're like, "Why? What is that? Why can't <laughs> we? We need to do that. Like we can't be going with this like schlocky, plain, you know, cast a plane sort of thing. We need because mm-hmm. when Identity mm-hmm. came out, I was like, "Whoa, this is like." This looks fucking real. No, yeah. I think yeah, they wanted yeah, to sort yeah. of incorporate like the bond, the bondisms, if you can call it that. Which is why I think they wanted to do it with an identity. They were like, let's do yeah. bond, but like, yeah, like more realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on the Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig Bond films? Like, do you are you do you like them, or would you prefer your cars that flew that started flying? So, so I think for me, obviously, is it's a bit of a change to what I'm usually used to. So, obviously, like. Mm-hmm. With most of the other Bond movies, they're not really that much of a deep story to it or anything that's like, obviously, it's just unrealistic. You know, the, yeah. you already know how it's going to go. You know, this guy ain't going anywhere. You know, obviously, he's <laughs> going to survive. You know, he's going to win this thing no matter what. And obviously, mm-hmm. he still has a team obviously backing him, whether it's the CIA or the MI6 anyway. But with the mm-hmm. Daniel Craig movies, it was like, there was always something else to it. Like, there's, I also like how they, like, they kind of like made all of the movies kind of related to the previous ones. Mm-hmm. You never really got you never really got that in the previous ones like Pierce Boston ones or the Sean Connery ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like so there was really like kind of like a story to it. You can't just enter midway. You can't just watch um, No Time to Die. You haven't watched um, actually yeah. ones, it even goes all the way back to those because they started they related to Vesper, well, um, Vesper, yeah. the girl from I think that was Casino Casino Royale yeah. as well. Best Bond girl, by the way. If you did, if you didn't watch it, if you didn't watch Casino Royale, you have no clue who that chick is or why mm-hmm. he was feeling bad about it. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, obviously, in terms of the story mode, like, I say story mode, like, as if it's a game. But in terms of the story, mm-hmm. in terms of the story, like, obviously, there was really more to it with Daniel Craig. Obviously, by the time we got older, like, we already, there's always kind of, like, a story we're looking for in shows, for me anyway. Mm-hmm. So with that, obviously, it was taking the box to it. It wasn't really, like, the best in terms of the story, but obviously, I got, I got what they were trying to do. And obviously, with each one, it was making more sense still. Mm-hmm. I think the more I think about it is, like, the best Bond movies, in my opinion, from the Craig um, chronology, are the ones that don't really. It's not. It's not. It's part of the storyline, but it sort of doesn't really relate to the storyline like that. Because mm. I think Skyfall and 
Kasunura, if you watch them as a whole, just on its own, these are like, in my opinion, these are the two best Bond movies. And they don't really, like, they do have like, you know, a couple of elements which relate to like Spectre, Mr. White, this big bad organization mm. who's controlling everything. But I think at the end, it's still, you know, Bond trying to save the world from some, still a Bond movie, but mm. I think compared to the other movies, it doesn't really follow the timeline as much. Yeah, mm. I mean, Quantum of Solace is basically a sequel to Casino Royale. Like, yeah. Very yeah. It, it starts like the same day. It's, yeah. It, it starts like hours after Casino Royale. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car chase is right after he shoots Mr. White in the leg, I think. I mean, look, I think people are spoken about Spectre. I don't know. I'm sure people, people don't like Spectre for like a variety of reasons. But I think you're right. I think um, Casino Royale is... is, it, is Casino Royale obviously benefits because there's the first film, but like it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a very good standalone story. Yeah, it is. And then obviously Skyfall, like I said, I went, back, I went back to watch it and I was like, this is, what am I thinking? What am I saying? Javier Bardem is incredible in this movie. What was I, what was I thinking the first time I watched it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think another thing about like these Craig movies are like, these are, this might sound really, really mean to the other Bond movies, but these are better actors and better actresses in everything. These are just like better people yeah, act yeah, yeah, compared do. to other Bond movies where it's just like it's it's not like they're still acting it's still a good job but it's just it's levels like this no, is just like no love no love required from them exactly Daniel Craig is about to go do Macbeth exactly in the West End like he's a good actor like yeah. you have Judy Dead and like I think even no matter what you think of the individual villains right Think about the guys that have been the villains of, of these movies. Like, you have Mads Mikkelsen, you have Christoph Waltz, you have um, Rami Malek. Like, these are Oscar winners, Emmy winners. Like, so like, yeah. And also, like, they threw a train at James Bond in Skyfall. I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? If they throw a train at you, what, ha- what do you reckon happens? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are... <laughs> Bro, why? What's going on? Like, let's talk. <laughs> let's here. like, let's talk, man. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, obviously, Madrek also mentioned Vespa earlier, and this, this, this um, Daniel Craig's franchise—you can't go two minutes without without talking about Vespa. <laughs> this guy, this guy falls in love very easily. I thought this guy was meant to be a womanizer. You guys lied to me. You guys told me James Bond well, was. There was another Bond movie. What's the Bond movie with the Australian guy again? Um, that was just there for one movie. He, I think at the end of the movie, he did get married or something he was like he quit yeah oh really yeah i forgot isn't george lazenby or something like that i can't remember which oh, yeah. was. and he did get married but i think spoiler alert to everybody um the guys the bad guys kind of shoot her tough way to go <laughs> and he sort of like kind of like oh like i lost this girl so i'm back in there and that was like i think it's only been tw- two times where like Bond has actually sort of fallen in love with her. God, and this was like the second time. And then he fell in love twice in Daniel Craig's run. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to the second one. Yeah. Bond gone soft. Come in a suit boy now. Is he a simp? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just quickly, before we, we're going to spend a bit of time talking about um, No Time to Die. Well, like, obviously, like we mentioned earlier, you can't really go into No Time to Die without, like, any prior knowledge. Let's just talk about the four films in the Daniel Craig catalogue prior to, to No Time to Die. Yeah. 
What's your? I know. Obviously, I think I know your favorite magic. What's your favorite out of the four? I think I'm gonna go with Skyfall as well. To be honest, yeah. I think literally just even the. I even remember like just the hype before it came up came out as well. Hype. Yeah, I was too. Even obviously when you even had a doll on the track as well, like with the intro. Oh, I was bro. Fucking all give me goosebumps now. That doll tune is insane. Like it was just ringing in my head, like when the sky falls. Anyhow, let me not sing. I'm I'm here to sing. Nah, I can't hear any notes. I can't hear any notes. <laughs> but literally, now, nah, but obviously the hype to it. I remember watching it. Um, obviously, how much like I I literally enjoyed it, especially when I told you obviously with more story to it and everything. Like I mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm. got, I got I got along with it. Um, I think that has to be probably the best one for me. I wasn't really. Spectra didn't really hit. It didn't hit for me. It didn't. It missed completely. Um, <laughs> Quantum of Solace. Uh, no, actually, no. Casino because that was the first Daniel Craig one. Um, I took it well. I took it well. Obviously, seeing a new face to it, and when I saw him, <laughs> I could kind of obviously see him like doing really well with it. So I wasn't really phased, kind of impressed with it so far, to be honest. So yeah, kind of like from there, I was kind of like keen to see all the other ones that are coming out for me obviously mm-hmm, when because mm-hmm. i think it was casino real quantum solos scaffold and spectre if i'm right yeah right order yeah. so obviously the first two like when it was like quantum, when we hit quantum solos i wasn't really like when i left i was like i could have gone without seeing this but yeah um it was still all right but when i saw skyfall it got me back into the whole franchise again yeah, yeah. um why did spectre miss for you <sighs> i think <laughs> I don't know, man. I, like honestly, it was a weird one for me because um, when I watched it, I just didn't want to talk about it after the movie. I just, like I think for me it was just to be <laughs> like when it came to the because I'm even trying to just even remember bits and bobs of it. Um, and I think for me it was just more. I just, it just didn't feel like I was watching a Bond movie for me. Just mm. for me, just mm. for me. Like, I really thought, especially with the villain as well, like, because that was the first time we saw, oh my God, what's the name of this guy? Blowfield, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, literally with him. Like, obviously, I got the whole, like, he, how he was moving and stuff like that. But for me, I just, I just wasn't, like, yeah, it just, it didn't. It's still underwhelming, like, yeah. Yeah, and I think also for me, sorry, I think also for me, obviously, in terms of like new Bond movies now, it's like, it's quite as long as well. Like, it's not, you're not sitting, it's not like just an hour, 45 minutes. No, you're sitting there for at least two hours, at least. Mm-hmm. So like for me, it just wasn't engaging enough for me. Okay, why didn't you like Spectre? Um, I think I'll probably just go back to your first question on like Bond movies. I think my top two is pretty like Skyfall and Casino Royale. I think Casino Royale would be or probably better if they had like better poker scenes because the poker scenes, if you ever played poker before, mm. that poker scene is completely insane. Like, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> like that one, like, even if you try, that will never happen, but it was still, <laughs> it was still good cinema though. And, but even like just like the naivety of like Bond trying to earn his double O status, um, getting his license to kill, just him being quite this arrogant guy who thought he could win at poker then. Mm-hmm. Um, the introduction of, um, Vespa, that five minutes conversation is just great screen <laughs> on the train. You know, on the train, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and the money and stuff. That's just great screenwriting. Um, so yeah, them two, Felix Leiter coming in, um, Skyfall and Casino Royale. Then, I mean, the other two are just like Skyfall was just uh, Skyfall. Spectre was meh. Like I didn't really feel 
the Lear C do character. I don't think there's chemistry there, in my opinion. Really? Sure. I don't believe I don't believe the chemistry. I didn't believe the the villain was pretty underwhelming as well. I thought Batista was even a better like villain. He was good. He was alright. Like I was like, what the fuck? Like I don't want to. If I'm like on the same street as this guy, I'm crossing the road straight away. <laughs> Facts. I don't want any smoke of this guy whatsoever. I thought he was actually like a more um, convincing villain than Blofeld. I think that's also underwhelming because you have Christoph Waltz, who is probably the best villain actor that we have right now. Hmm. And you feel like you can do more with him. And then that's that's part of why mid what mid Spectre so underwhelming. So like you have him who we know can and then you also underuse Andrew Scott, who is a good actor that can do very good things and then he's in like five scenes talking about surveilling this the world or whatever. And you're like, Okay. Anybody could have played this role. It's why you have Andrew Scott playing this yeah. like Yeah, it's just underwhelming, man. I think well I didn't I wasn't expecting it to be um, you know, Skyfall. Mm. But even could it not been close to Casino Royale? Could it? I think it felt quite um, just, you know, when a polit- you know, politician is just like talking, 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 mm. and he's saying a lot of things without saying anything. Yeah, I thought that's literally what this movie was. It was just a lot of scenes without it going anywhere, without it, you know, resulting to or mounting to anything. I didn't really, there wasn't that connection. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Then what was the other one? Quantum of Solace was just bad. <laughs> just, not a good movie. Do you think Cotton Solis is worse than Strector? Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about the latest from Daniel Craig and his final film in the Bond franchise, No Time to Die. But before that, over here. Wait, that's a spoiler. Sorry, that was a spoiler that you just did right there because some people that haven't watched it don't know if that was his last one or not. Everyone knows the, doesn't everyone knows his last <laughs> one. Like, <laughs> Living on their rock, in it. Some people might be living on the no, rock. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm just, some people might be living on the rock. I'm just trying to help someone. I'm just trying to, in case they're living under a rock, I don't know. Shout out to everyone lives under a rock. Like, okay, why is you mean everyone doesn't live under a rock? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll give a spoiler word in, in, in the description. But obi before we go on that break, my name is Sean Connery. Is that it? Is that? Is this your bash? Your bash? <laughs> your bash? Lucius whined about their bash. <laughs> Winners go home. Why does it sound like Bane? <laughs> <laughs> no, that is shot. Are you are you crazy? I've been prepping for that for two weeks. I'm just coming. No, 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 no. I won't do it. Are you mad? I'm not doing it again. Do it saying Bond. Not, not, don't say I'm Sean Connery. Say I'm Bond, James Bond. And then say Martini shaking at stage. Bond. James Bond. <laughs> oh, Martini. Cont- oh, Martini. Um... Martini shaking, not stirred. <laughs> I mean, that that was the, the, the Martini <laughs> one. The Martini one exactly. was more convincing than the James was, Bond. Was Martini one convincing? Uh, yeah, the Martini one. That way you did it. I'll give you that like eight out of ten for the Martini oh, one. Thank you, thank you for that. So oh gosh, I feel better now. Solid, solid, solid. Check is the guy, man. Fucking bank you. Such a hater. Honestly, man. Honestly, man. Give credit where it's due. What would you rate? What would you rate out of ten? What would you rate? What would you rate? It was good. It was good. Out of ten, you're not saying you're not giving a rating. I know that's intentional. Uh, are we going to break? We're going to break. James, fate draws us back together. Now your enemy is my enemy. How did that happen? Well, you live long enough. 
Harder to tell the good from bad, villains from heroes these days. We used to be able to get into a room with the enemy. Now they're just floating in the ether. She still loves you. Did you know that? What is it? You don't know what this is. Is she one of them? I don't know her at all. When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of you. We both eradicate people to make the world a better place. I just want to be a little tidier. I met your new double O. She's a disarming young woman. You get in my way, I will put a bullet in your knee. The one that works. I thought you two would get along. Can I just have one nice evening, please, before the world explodes? And during the break, Obiora was blessing us with more of his impressions. We got Pierce Brosnan. We got Daniel Craig. He even brought up the Roger Moore. Nobody has a Roger Moore impression, but Obiora brought it up. It's No Time to Die, directed by Carrie Joji Fukunaga, who we put from my note from True Detective Season 1. Great show. Beast of No Nation. Starring Daniel Craig as James Bond, Ray Fiennes as M, Naomi Harris as Money Penny. Ben Wishaw as Q, and Lashana Lynch as the love of my life, <laughs> um, Anna, Anna De Amas as her substitute, <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it, Jeffrey Wright as Felix Slater, and is there, am I missing anyone else? Billy Magnuson. Well, I was going to say him last, because I have I have big stock in Billy Magnuson, I'm happy that um. that stock is paying <laughs> off now, like, I think, yeah, oh, of course, and Rami Malek as the villain. Okay, so before we go into the spoiler spoilers, Magic, what are your thoughts on, on this film? Um, I liked it. I actually liked it. I think even, obviously, because I watched this by myself. I, I, let me over that to you. I watched it by myself on Thursday night. And I think for me, like, seeing James Bond in love, yeah, is not something I'm used to. But me as a sweet boy, I felt it. I actually felt <laughs> it so much. Like, I, oh, my God. I, like, I felt, I just... I felt the love in it. You know what I mean? Was it when she was on the stairs? I think, funny enough, yeah. Let me not lie to you. I think it was him with a kid that really caught me off guard because he actually did really, really well with the kid with his daughter that he didn't know was his daughter in it. Yeah. And her uh, spoiler. <laughs> but yeah. I... <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, that no, for me, I, think, um, I definitely like that part of it. Obviously, the villain. Um, I feel like what's his name? Rami 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 Malik has a villain. It was just like I've I have to Bad. do so much. I no, actually after like actually I was a big fan of him. I like I like the whole his character as a villain, obviously from how like um funny enough, I didn't know the story between Madeline's dad. Like um Mr. White. That's the thing, before we go on, people a lot of coming out seeing people talk about this movie is that like obviously Spectre came out in what 2016 yeah 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 y
And then I see the girl go and help her mom, and I see the gun. I'm like, oh, this is Madeline. Yeah. And I already clocked. Like, oh, this is the station yeah, yeah. inspector. Okay, no, yeah. So obviously, yeah, with him being introduced, obviously, I did that did raise a question as well because obviously, I thought he would be older if he was the one that killed her family as well. But um, obviously, the thing that was also taking out people that people were trying to compare to um, coronavirus and stuff like that. I was oh like, yo, God. just relax. That is nothing <laughs> close. Ah, that is a new one. I haven't heard of yeah, that. You've not heard it, ha- <laughs> bro. That's what. I think it didn't come. It didn't come across in your head. No, <laughs> I think it didn't come across to me. It didn't no. come across to me doing it, though. Like as I mentioned it, it's just like, all oh, right. Um. Yeah, Obia, what, what are your thoughts? The movie was fine. Hey, the movie was fine. Movie I was think fine. the movie is is strong. If we kind of compare it to the other bonds, it's a strong third place. It's like. Mm, it's third that's all right because like top two it's not bad it's it's okay it's i'll probably say it's let's say 67 percent that's such a weirdly specific number what the hell almost almost past almost the first almost good almost the first almost good actually while we're here now i think this is a good point to ask it and i'll I'll come to you magic as well what are you what are you looking for in a bond film as a bond fan what's what's do you want to see in a Bond film? Good question. Um, I just want to watch a good movie. So I'm not really looking for anything in particular. It's just like, if whatever you're trying to do, do it well. If you're trying to be as schlocky and cringy as possible, then give me cringe as hell. Like, just give me, you know, do cringe well, if that makes any sense. Just make a good movie. Mm. And like Skyfall and Casino Royale, it's like, they're two different types of Bond movies. It's still the same, like Bond trying to save the world and stuff. But this one is sort of like a Bond origin story, mm-hmm. mm. and he's sort of working his way up. Skyfall is, and he falls in love as well. Skyfall is sort of like a works like a kind of like a standalone Bond movie in the sense that you know he's old, he's washed up, he's past it, and you're sort of telling two different stories. And it's two good movies like that. For this movie, it's just I'm not. Like kind of coming back to your question, I'm not really looking for anything. Like obviously, there's some tropes that make Bond Bond movie a Bond movie. Like you know, mm-hmm. the Martini, uh, the Bond girl, Bond James yeah. Bond in general, MI6, all that BS. But at the same time, it's like I don't think there's like a certain one good way to do a Bond movie. I think obviously for me, my bar is much lower. I, I'll tell you this: I'm like I finished watching the movie, and then I'm literally in the middle of two couples. And then the couple to my right, when the movie ends, the guy just turns to the girls like, that's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, so obviously, on one hand, he's either talking about the general movie or he's talking about obviously what happened at the end, which we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. But it's like, so I think some, for some people, they have things that are like, that can't happen in a Bond film. Mm. Or that James Bond will never do that. Or a Bond film has to be, to be, for a Bond film to be good, it has to have this. That's all I'm asking if you have anything like that. I don't know, imagine, uh... do you have anything like that? Oh, I see what you mean, but I think for me now, I'm over trying to say maybe it's just growth. Do you know what I mean? Because now it's like yeah. what I'm going to look for now in Bond films, not what I'm going to be looking for back then. Like, nah, like, that's a good. Point, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because for me, bro, when I was watching J Bond movies, I'm a really simple guy. It's just as long as the Bond girl is fire, he's still he's still in shape and he can still hold his own. Yeah, not die. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, the gadgets are making sense. The car is making sense. Um, all that kind of stuff and the villain. Is just about all right, or doesn't have to be like the worst villain. We're not talking about Joker level or something like that, or Thanos level. But 
I think now in terms of the movies now, we do want some kind of story. We do some something to keep us engaged, to keep us going with the movie. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think for me, mm-hmm. it's been good so far. Like, Yeah, I mean, I like the movie. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I thought the action scenes were good. I thought, yeah. I think the sequence with Anna de Amas is top two. I think that's my favorite, I think, favorite yeah, I think it's the beginning movie. thing with um, the daughter with young Madeline and then the thing with Anna de Amas. That, yeah. that whole shootout in Cuba was, was just incredible. How did you think about the? How did you think about the villain? How, what do I think about the villain? Yeah, Robin Malik's character. What's his name? I'm going, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. Lucifer Safin. Safin. Lucifer Safin. Yeah. Was it? Was it actually Lucifer? I just remember the Safin part. The Safin part. Lucifer. God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> um. Again, so this is the thing. I don't really know what Bond villains are meant to be. But compared to what you've seen so far, I mean, you do have like a good sense. I mean, he's side. obviously not. Again, Rami Malek is not, Rami Malek as a person or as an actor is neither Javi Bardem nor Mads Mikkelsen. Like, yeah. there's only so much afraid I am going to be of Rami Malek, mm. right? And I don't know. I don't know if he scared me as a villain. Like, I don't think it was a bad villain. Like, it was better than a Casino Royale villain. And no, it's not Casino Royale. So Quantum of Solace. I think Christoph Waltz was better in this movie than he was in the entire Spectre. Fez, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fez, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. He was even scarier. He was even scarier than um, Safin as well. Was, was what's his name? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was the problem. So I think Ram Malik. I think I liked as a villain. I liked his idea and what he was doing. And I I liked things that he was doing when he wasn't in the scene. If that makes mm. sense, like and the thing in Cuba where he kills all the Spectre members. Mm-hmm. That's just like that was that's, yeah that was that's, yeah that's quite evil yeah but as him as as the character when he was on screen I was like okay I can yeah exactly just like I can take it and leave it sure he looked scary in the first scene though like there was like that there was like a little jump scare when they were in France um, when he was like by the window with the mask on the mask that that mask was spooky though let me know if I'm allowed to see it Halloween costume ideas now yeah. So I think there were more good things in No Time to Die than there were bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I kind of give it. That's why I kind of give it a 60, 67, 70 ish kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that whole. I'm just thinking about it, that whole sequence of Anadamas. I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah, that was once, insane. Once, yeah, and I think this movie tried yeah. to definitely explore like the whole Bond is like. I mean, you thought you were washed in Skyfall. You're completely <laughs> rinsed in this movie. Yeah, because she was trying to. I think. I think she was trying to flirt. She was trying to flirt with. No, he was trying to flirt with her, and she was like, "Like, I'm nervous. Like, she just looked completely like a different generation to yeah. to yeah. Bond um, and stuff." The whole thing was just I don't know if they shot this before or after Knives Out, but that was a little yeah. What do you call it? Knives Out is like magic. Have you watched Knives Out? No, I haven't watched Knives Out still. Go watch. Go watch Knives Out. You definitely like that. That's a fun movie. That's a good fun movie. No, I say that. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about the end while we're here. Is it when Bond dies? <gasps> you what? Is it when Bond dies? Oh shit! Did I? I left. I think I left too early in the movie. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> 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 Imagine if, like you know when he first opens the door. I'm like, okay, the movie's over. Let me let me go home. And then and then I'm like, and my Bond did what? Um, yeah, when Bond died. <sighs> what happens is that. Lucifer's safe friend attacks James Bond. Nanobot baby. <laughs> Not just for Christmas. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the nanobots on Bond, and then the nanobots are, I guess, engineered towards Madeline's gene genetics, which means that Madeline and the daughter will die. Now, I want to believe that the reason Bond didn't make out of the island was because he was too injured to make it out, not because <laughs> he had something that would kill Madeline. Please tell me that, that was the reason. But surely, wouldn't there have been a way for like MI6 to just send like some high speed? <sighs> no, but MI6 is so no because the the, the the missiles were like four minutes away now. Yeah, and then, because if you're telling me that the reason he stayed on the island was because he, he was going to kill Madeline, that's what I'm thinking. I might fight somebody because all he has to do is just never see them again and FaceTime or whatever. Like, no, but no, that cannot be the reason he stayed. Back. No, but I feel like he couldn't interact with anybody though. Okay, now. This is the problem because when I obviously we've only watched it once, obviously in cinema. Because I remember he said, um, "So Lucifer Safin was like anyone you touch, yeah, is now in trouble or whatever." Mm-hmm. But he never like why? Why would that happen? There is no point in movie. They thought that it has to be particular gene, genetics, didn't they? Because there's almost particular. Yeah, DNA. no, but that but that particular one he was holding though, like I don't know if that was. Nobody, I think that, yeah, who knows? Because. Never really clarified that part, but surely that could be like in a filter, just like select select all DNA. Like this nanobots just, you know, affects all DNA people. So I'm checking Wikipedia in real time for the plot. Because that could that could be that because literally because you know maybe they didn't like how should I say um make it large scale in it. Do you know what I mean? That's why maybe they had a really, really small one of it for it's just like this one is just death. Like you touch anybody. Well, Wikipedia says no, that's they fight as they've been Bond and Safin, and Safin shoots Bond before infecting him in, with a vial containing nanobots programmed to kill Madeline and Mathieu. Hmm. So I think he was just too injured to make it out of the island. Hmm. That, that, that's the only thing I'm taking. I'm sorry, because hmm. if you're telling me he stayed there because he didn't want to see... Hmm. No. <laughs> because, hmm. because there's FaceTime. Um, I, I just have to believe that. I think he was too injured, because he was quite injured. Yeah, Yeah, he was still... Mm. Anyone listening to the podcast, if you have a if you have a better reason, let us know. I've got a question for both of you guys. Yeah. Who would you want to infect with Nanobot? Ah, <laughs> uh, I have nobody on my list. Right now, no one. I, I don't know. Hmm. I've I do not I d I don't I don't I don't hold grudges. I have no one on my list. You're not allowed to see our Teta Bank anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so you're not allowed to see you're not allowed to see our Teta. His, his entire family. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It's not that deep. <laughs> not deep enough, yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Bro, you don't want to do you basically infect somebody next thing you know you guys are related. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> wow. Yo, da, da, da. I think obviously I mentioned earlier the guy that I said said that's bullshit. I didn't have the movie. Like so is that like he didn't like the movie in general or he didn't like the fact that because I think that's something that people have been have pushed back against. People got, I think it's the first time Bond has died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that every time an actor is leaving, they'll just kill him because, like, that's a good way to reset it. Like, okay. so, before I went into this, my weak danger of, like, James Bond films, I didn't really know the full uh, kind of, like, history of Bond. Like, I didn't know, was was James Bond a character name or was it, like, a code name? Never really addressed in the movies, except one movie. I'm not sure if it was either... I mean, he's addressed in this one, though, because this is his actual name. Like, his birth name, James Bond. No, I mean, in the previous movie, in terms of, like, the whole regeneration kind of body, new Bond kind of thing, it's like... Mm-hmm. I think, was it a George George Lazenby one or the Roger Moore one, where I think in the movie, it's sort of, like, it's the most meta moment ever, where 
it was like, oh, this never happened to the to the old guy in the job or something like that. And it's just like, mm. oh, okay, oh, okay. Like yeah. it's never, like it's just never. They just never kind of address it or, you know, explore it more. It's just, you know, you look left, then look right after five years and newborn, then it's like, okay. Do you, would you like to see that explored more in the sense of like, is James Bond just no, not really? I mean, or... I mean, you do what you want to do. Like, if, okay. if your yeah. thing is just to reset every yeah. 10 years or whatever, then that's fine. I don't mind that. But I didn't know if it was a reset or a continuation, mostly because I knew that Judy Dent was M in Pierce Brosnan and also M in Daniel Craig. So I just, without watching the movie, I thought that it was a continuation. So I thought maybe Bond. I reckon it's just like, oh, we've got Judy Dench, and why don't we keep mm. Judy Dench? <laughs> mm. Like, to me, if you had told me, oh, like, like you told me two months ago, look, we all know that Daniel Craig, this is Daniel Craig's last film, mm-hmm. and you can't bet your entire life savings on one thing. That he dies or he doesn't die. Which one it is? Which one is it? I would have said he dies because to me that's a natural way to conclude his his arc. No, because he had uh, quite some creative inputs in this movie. Yeah, he's had some the last two movies, I think, because he's been a producer the last two. Oh, did, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think right. he pushed this. I have to die kind of angle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, surely now because he's the only one who's ever died. So, like he has that to him. I'm like, I'm like mm, the one who died. Sure. Exactly. How did you feel about? How did both of you feel about James Bond dying? <sighs> I, I was like, it, it, it was poetic, man. I ain't gonna lie. I, I was, I was I, like, it, when he actually died, he actually like, he actually hit me a little bit. Like, I was like, oh my days, his kid, his babe. My problem was that I knew, I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, and I don't even mean because of like my thought. Like, I so basically. Bond is an inter- interesting franchise, right? People are, are, are really pro-Bond. They're kind of like, mm. it's a bit older. They've been watching it for a few years, right? So there are people that are not really used to spoiler culture. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The way they talk about the movie is different from the way we talk about spoilers. Like, we're just like, oh, we liked it. First. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these guys are like, I liked it. But I can't tell you anything else. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, I really liked it. But I wish I could tell you what happened. But I can't tell I you. Know what you mean, so, yeah. Oh, I liked it. I can't tell you anything more. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you don't have to add that. That's not how spoiler culture works. Don't add that second part. Just say I liked it. Because now you told me that this is a spoiler. And now my brain is going to think about what that spoiler is. And mm-hmm. I'm going to figure it out eventually because there are only so many spoilers it could be. So like, it's it's weird how people that are not versed in spoiler like culture and spoiler movies talk about spoilers. Like, oh, this is something I can't mention. I'm like, okay, well, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I kind, of, I kind of knew what was happening. Obviously, I was still hoping I was wrong. Yeah. So on that note, I didn't cry. On like Obira, who I know teared up a bit. No, 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 I didn't cry. You too. I did not cry. I did almost cry on that. I watched Squid Game the other day, and I was. Don't. This is not. No. Let's go. This is. This, <laughs> I, I'm not. Giving, I'm not. Giving, I'm not watching Squid Game. I'm not giving spoiler warning. Wait, have, wait, have, wait, have you actually not watched Squid Game? I'm, no, I'm, I'm busy. What about, Can we what about, go back to what we're talking about? Yeah, let's go. Right, let's go, right, let's go right. I almost cried in one of the episodes. Let me just say. Let me just tell you now. I, I think I, I think I don't know when you almost cried out there. To be honest. Do you have any final thoughts on the film? Things you liked, things you didn't like? Um, I like the set pieces. I just didn't feel anything about the dialogue. Was, and I, I, I was going to say the dialogue was a bit choppy, but that makes sense because there were like, what, seven writers on this? Yeah, always seven. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I remember I really liked the, the joke about the smallpox with the scientists. I laughed at that. What was the smallpox? What's smallpox? Yeah. smallpox. Oh, with the food, the lunch, the uh, lunch. Oh yeah. yeah, that was doing still. That was doing still. <laughs> that 
there's another joke when when he comes to see Madeline with the kid and she's like, oh, it's not yours. And she's like, oh, let's go downstairs. And it's like, I wonder what's going <laughs> to be next. Another kid. That's definitely... That was definitely Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like all the jokes are Phoebe Waller Bridge. Just, just give all, just give all the jokes to Phoebe. Uh, how did she try to lie to him when I was in her his kid? Like, can't yeah. see her eyes. But that's what I'm saying. The guy's like blue eyes, though. Like, what's going <laughs> on? Those, like, those. those are that is mine. Well, how did you? How did you also feel with like the, like another 007 being like Lashawn and then? I mean, again, I'm not people like I'm not people that get angry about Bond or, or online, so I had no problem with that. Yeah. I thought Lashawn was very good in the film. I think it was cool seeing another double O. Yeah. Because I think the last double O we've seen, like a Bond movie, is where, was it Sean Bean? Because mm. he was like a bent double O, I think, and he was like the bad oh, guy in one yeah, of his yeah, like, yeah. movies. Yeah. So I think that's the only double O we ever, non Bond double O that we see. So I think it was quite cool seeing another double O on screen and yeah. stuff. Like, I think the whole interaction between them was probably my best, one of like my favorite bits of the movie when they're like, mm-hmm. oh, um, 007, and they both look. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Or when they were like on his back and then she kept on like double or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do going forward, if they're gonna do a hard reset, like I I would hope that Lashana Lynch is back, it stays in the franchise or something. Yeah. But they'll probably do a hard reset and remove everybody. Um The dialogue scenes were just like I what am I doing? Like I don't what are these? Like, what am I supposed to get from these? I don't really get anything. Like, especially, like, the final... I think the only good dialogue and the only bit where I felt like, oh, shit, was when Rami Malek was holding his kid mm-hmm. and Bond was, like, across the table. Like, they were all, like, sat down on the floor. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if you move funny, I'm going to shoot. I'm just like, whoa, okay. So what don't move at all. <laughs> when Bond was professing his love to Madeline. You know how I feel about that chemistry. I just. Oh, yes. I, Why don't you like. I don't. You, you don't like her. You don't like what they have. I you don't like how they. It's not, it's not I don't like her. Like, she's, she's a wonderful actress. It's just like French people. No, that is bullshit because I just finished the bloody <laughs> French five seasons of a French TV show right now. I'm, I'm recording okay, that as well. But I just don't. I don't respond. I'm not responding to that relationship at all. Mm. Do you respond to Vespa? Yeah, a lot. Mm. I thought that was like. I thought that was like. Some, a lot of a lot of chemistry there. I mean, I personally think Bond has fallen in love too too quickly. But like, <laughs> I, I, like when I was watching Casino Royale, I thought that whole sequence was a dream sequence when he was falling in love with Vesper. Is when his balls were recovering. Because I was like, this is like this is like two weeks. How are you? How are you in love? But maybe it's Bond. I mean, people in Love Island fall in love in like five days, man. Yeah, Every but Love Island is not is not our strategy for, <laughs> for real life interactions. <laughs> I was like, when you might die tomorrow, obviously, maybe you might love faster, innit? You never know. That's true, that's true. You never he know. He everything very quickly. Like, he's just like, you know, <laughs> that makes sense. So. For my money, I think, like, Daniel Craig had a good run. I like, I really liked his movies. Especially as someone who thought Bond was about flying pens and exploding mm-hmm. cars and stuff like that. But I'm interested to see what they do going forward. Because, like, I don't know if you can still maintain the whole down-to-earth realist. Maybe now that you've done five, quote-unquote realistic films it's not time to go back to the exploding cars right like what do you think Hmm. it's it's an interesting point because like it's like what kind of bond movies do people want i think that's going to be kind of leads on to our next conversation on like the next bond going forward like what what um was it and is it barbara what's her name barbara broccoli and michael wilson i think what's like what direction do they take this what kind of bond do they look for what's the what are the themes of their movies now what you said earlier about um, the influence of what they call it, born 
one identity and even like I said, Batman begins and everything that yeah. kind of made it a bit more grounded and hard action and punching properly. It's, do you reckon Bond creates like a superhero suit and joins the MCU? Don't do this. Don't do this. I'm just asking. Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> I'm just asking the question. <laughs> Nah, it's like an evolution of Bond, isn't Bob it? Rocky would rather, she would actually rather die than ever have Bond. <laughs> like, like generally yeah. rather die. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm saying, as in like, it's funny you mentioned the MC. The MC then influenced Bond because it has a lot of like popular culture storytelling in terms that, okay, every story has to follow the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is why they now have the Daniel Craig films telling one long story because that's, that's the influence of the MC for better, whatever you think, for better or for worse. True. So it's not like, can we do that again for the next 15 years with another actor or do mm-hmm. we just go back to just saving the world in every episode with, with every story with, with a with fantastical gadget and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I don't care who the Bond is because like I said, I'm not someone who is arguing about Bond on Twitter. But like, and look, let's be honest, the next person who Bond will not be a famous person, right? It, it it it's never is actually Obi before we get into that do you want to talk about layer cake for like two minutes layer cake is literally like you watch that movie and you're like okay this is like the this movie came out 2004 mm. it's basically daniel craig playing a suave drug dealer in like the high class london bits really good movie i think it's like on prime or netflix right now okay and it's like you watch the movie and it's like this guy like of course he was going to be fucking james bond he's well it's like a sticky situation he's trying to like navigate his way around things he does do a couple of uh a bit of um uh weaponry like shooting people and stuff and there's like one bit of their ways like holding a gun in the mirror and it's just like broccoli's probably saw this and are like this is our guy straight away and it's just a really really good really really fun movie really really enjoyable movie and you guys should all watch it because okay do you Great. know you know when it shows Dana craig in like what oh three or four as bond mm-hmm do you know who was second? Was he Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill. That guy has zero sauce, man. I don't want to see he's actually him not, anywhere he's actually near not that guy. I don't know. No. He was okay, man, from Uncle, so maybe he can, maybe he can act. Yeah, but... Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, you know. Yeah, it was weird, because he was like 22, 23. Yeah. That's a very, anyway, my point, what I was going to say earlier was that... The thing is, like, Bonds aren't young, are they? They're not really young. They're getting a, like... Yeah, Bond no. is not... The next Bond is not going to be an A-lister. It's not going to be, like, it's not going to be a big star, let's be honest. Because you yeah, you pick yeah. someone that's maybe a little bit lower, or even just unknown to become. But let's, for the sake of what well, the podcast, I want to make suggestions that nobody's ever going to listen to. Who, Obia? Who's your first? Who would you want to be? Bond? Gosh, God, I'm thinking now. Not Tom Hardy, please. And this is not. You can say if you want to say a black woman, go ahead. If you want to say a white man, go ahead. Just whoever. Who do you think? Who would you? Who do you think would make a good Bond, like, for a movie? Uh, Based on what we've seen them do before. Yeah, man, gosh. It's, uh... Yeah, it's going to be someone we don't know, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get an American if you want? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. Kanaga is the first American to direct a Bond film. Yeah. Oh, second. Well, it actually it's the first in a very long time, Sean. The first, yeah. I think he might be right there. Hmm. hmm. What's Kano saying these days? When he's not acting. Don't do this. What's wrong with that? Like, I don't hate Kano, but like, you want him to be Bond. As in, you, mean, you never know, man. Nah. Like, you never know until you try it, innit? 
Nah. So is that, your, is, that who, is that your pick? Are we putting up Glenn Rickard in your pick? It's Kane. I'm trying, I'm trying to zag. I'm trying to for a curveball. You can zig. My options are going to be very straightforward. <laughs> very you can pick Tom Hardy if you want. Tom Hardy is very fun. Tom Hardy is going to... Because we hear what he says. He'll be like... Tom Hardy even doesn't want to share his face. So I'm going to do something really, really like, What's your name? And he'll be like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. like <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> can you imagine? What's the Skyfall, uh, Skyfall? What's the Snowfall guy's name? Oh, Damson. What's he saying these days? It's quite skinny, man. It's quite skinny still. Oh, I've been here. Sorry. I think, I think he's in the age range. I think he's like 30, isn't he? Bro, he just turned 30. Just turned 30. Yeah, so he's, he's the, in the right age range, actually. What's the Bridgerton guy saying? Yeah, he's, I think, his favorite right now on the on the gambling sites. He needs to um, get Georgian as well. What about you guys, though? Let's hear you guys. Hmm. Um, okay, before we get to Magic, because Magic is always the serious Bond person. I mean, look, <laughs> a Tom Hardy Bond, I will be there opening night. All right, I will be there opening night to watch a Tom Hardy Bond. I'll be there, yeah. I mean, I'll I've be been there. there for like the fucking, I've been fast and furious, I've been there for the past five years, open night. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really uh, much. A woman, a woman, I will be there opening night for. Emily Blunt. And Emily Blunt Bond, I will be there opening night. I'll be, there open. I'll be quite interested to see how yeah, that. Yeah, I want to see yeah. how that. I want to see where they're going. Yeah. The whole concept of Bond. <laughs> She's very is, good in action. Is the guy who can the guy who guys want to be and women want to be want to be with? Yeah, yeah. that's the so, whole. So Jane Bond could be a Jane Bond, the girl that um, guys want to be with and girls want to be. I don't know. Mm. I mean, also I'm talking about it, but like, even though. These Daniel Craig films are a bit more forward in times of things like that. It's like just threw in like a quote unquote sex scene just because. Like this guy will just meet the, the person right there. And like in Spectre, when he's t- when he sleeps, I can't remember her name. Monica Bellucci's character. What was the point of that character, man? Oh yeah. That doesn't make sense. Like this guy kind of have that kind of charm. Like mm-hmm. let, let's let's calm down. Why are you here? I killed your husband. Then sleeps with her. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I mean, em- I think Emily Blunt as I would, I would watch that opening night. She's very good with action. She's funny. Mm. Um, who else? Obviously, Lashana Lynch has already shown that she can do it. Um, Tom Hardy Bond would be, would be incredible. Let me see who the odds are, even though we know it's not going to be anyone that's there. Who are the odds? Um, yeah, who are the odds? I'm just like, who are the, who are the young British actors? Or American secondary British accents. Yeah, no, that's not not genre, right? Not yeah, a lot no. of Americans can do British accents, by the way. So right now the next James Oh wow. So right now the options the favorites are Tom Hardy, um James Norton. Do you know James Norton? Who is he? He was in McMafia. Oh, um, that guy. Yeah. Um, Ricky Jean Page. Lashana Lynch. She's the only woman in the top six. Luke Evans and Chris Hemsworth, which makes no sense to me. Get that. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth uh, is not going to have two. He's not going to have two where they go to. Oh, this would be a good bond, you know. Who? Who? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Michael Fassbender. <sighs> that would be interesting. I'll be very intrigued to see what happens there. Second Irish bond. My name's Bond. <laughs> James Bond. James Bond. <laughs> Is he back to acting now? Is he still fucking racing? He's in Fincher's next film, remember? Fincher's next um, serial killer film. What's it called again? With Tilda Swinton, I can't remember, but it's based on a graphic novel. The Wilson Broccoli organization, they're going to have, they've got a proper job on their hands for the next couple of years. Could we have Bond the musical? 
Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Musical. Written by Lynn Manor Miranda. Nah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Nah. Okay. Um, any final Bond thoughts? Maja, are you giving us a Bond impersonation? Are you giving us Sean Connery? Or just a Bond, James Bond, anything? No, no, no. I ain't got, any, I ain't got anything, anything juicy like that still. I was going, I was going through the just like the Bond villains and stuff in um, from history. There's like a Bond, there's a black Bond villain, mm. and he's like a he's like a voodoo doctor. And I was just like, no. <laughs> which one? Which one was that? Which one was that? I can't remember which one it was, but it was just like, oh, oh gosh, man. what's is going on? A lot of things have just like not aged well, man. From this Bond, <laughs> we've come a long way. <laughs> Honestly. Hold on. Plus, like the whole like ultra sexualization of like octopusy, pussy galore stuff was just like, yeah, no. relax, man. <laughs> yeah, that no, was been anyway. Still. Like, crazy. relax. I enjoyed the fact that I did a crash course in Bond in a week. It was fun. <laughs> Thank you, Majek, for coming on this episode. Thanks, man. It's been fun. Nah, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Um, it was a fun conversation on James Bond and and my Sean Connery impression. You're British. <laughs> You still haven't read it. I just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shout out to our guest, Majek. Thank you so much for coming on. Nah, thanks for having me, man. Shout out to my co host, Obira Josephiacha. Shout out to our producer, Bukana Mani. Of course, our social media producer, JD Heji. And follow us on, our pod- on any podcast feed you. Listen to the podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Pop Up Dinner. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, we're part of the Podstar Podcast Network, so you can follow that on Instagram, which is at Podstar double underscore. We're talking about Succession weekly right now on the podcast. So, yeah, man. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for, I don't know, watching James Bond, watching movies in the cinema. And then, yeah. Yeah, go back to the cinema, man. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week when we have a potential James Bond, a future James Bond on the podcast. Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys. That would be interesting. That would be sick. That would be sick. That would be interesting, actually. Hmm. Super. Oh, yeah. Bye, guys. There we go. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>